going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. The bar. Yes, 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 and we're back again with another episode of the VAR Bar, episode 144. Um, I'm back again with my fellow compadres, Big Char, Strizzers in the building, and last but certainly not least, the return of the golden child, Tabs. What do you call this, man? Hey, man. I'm here, so let's not dwell on the past. <laughs> you know, I'm back, baby. I'm back. Street saying you've only made it to 24 episodes out of 144, man. How do you, <laughs> how do you, how do you yeah. plead your case? <laughs> hey, man, I've been going through it, been busy, but yeah, man, I thought I'd make uh, some time today mm. um, so the fans can hear it um, <laughs> and catch up with Big Char, Big Strides. And it's been a big week, you get me? So I had to pull up. Pull up for the man there, man. No more level. Um, all right, man. Before we start with the with the Prem games, man, let's start again with a quiz, man. And we'll play another game of Who Am I? This time, I will mention the player's club journey. You guys have to guess what player's journey it is. Um, if you guess it, then obviously you name the player. I've got one for each, each, um, you know, each of you. Um, and obviously, this, you know, not going to be easy. There's going to be players from the past or present. So, yeah, let me start with Strizza. Strizza, you ready? Yeah, man, I'm ready. All right. So, your one, this player, <clears throat> started off his career with a club called Seven Stars. Went out on loan to Cape Town Spurs. Played for Ajax, Celta de Vigo, Porto, Blackburn Rovers, West Ham United. Finished his career with Orlando Pirates. Can I answer this if he doesn't know, yeah? If, if he doesn't know, yeah. Um, this should be fairly straightforward. I heard, I heard, I heard um, Blackburn and West Ham, but I didn't hear the beginning bit. Sorry. So he started off his career with seven stars. Then went out on on, on loan to Cape Town Spurs, Ajax, Celta de Vigo, Porto, Blackburn Rovers, West Ham United. Finished his career with Orlando Pirates. Benny McCarthy. Mm. Well done, man. My G. Mm. I know Chad didn't know. Come on. It's <laughs> always trying. It's always trying to do it now. All right, but he, he's, he's like you man's um, striker's trainer, isn't it? Coach. Yeah, 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 do, you yeah, yeah. do you reckon he's made impact? He's, do, he's done, a, he's done yeah, a thing. A lot, a lot of the players that have come out, especially our attacking players, Rashford, Marshall, have come out and said that, yeah, they attribute a lot of what's been happening this, this to like a lot of details that he's been putting them through over the training mm. ground. So I, I don't think, I don't think he's doing like a massive but I think he's just making it clear he was a, he was a, he was a good finisher wasn't he so mm-hmm. the streets know Benny McCarthy man so yeah man he, he's doing alright so far I'll, I'll, I'm not gonna lie to you I was a bit minari when I first heard it was happening <laughs> but I mean Rashford looks a lot more composed in front of goal so um, yeah, yeah even man. if he's doing that well so be it credit, credit to him man alright let's move on then Char um, this one's for you mm-hmm. so this player started off his career with Birmingham City then went to Norwich City, Southampton, and then Besiktas. Who am I? Start again, please. Birmingham City, Norwich City, Southampton, and then Besiktas. 
Circus Club. Oh, this is a tough one still. Um, uh, I'm going to go with Nathan Redmond. Fuck it. Well done. <laughs> no ball, bro. It's no ball. <laughs> yeah. Nathan Mighty. Redmond, man. Yeah. All right, man. Last but not least, Tabo making his rapping Drew Bar Bar podcast quiz debut. <laughs> First of all, man, before, before we get you in there, how you feeling? How you feeling about this? Did you even know? Did you even know we're doing quizzes right now? Did you even know? I know so, you're gonna try to give me a hard one anyway. Ah, no, like, this one's a, it should be a calm one, man. If you know ball in it. Um, mm. all right. So I started my career in the Bundesliga with VfL Wolfsburg. Then I went on loan to Charlotte, Charleroi, um, Lille, and then Napoli. So, so the Charlotte, the Charleroi is a Belgian club. He started his career in Germany with uh, Wolfsburg. Then he went to that Charleroi club in Belgium, Lille, and then Napoli. This? Past or uh, present? I think I got this one still. Slightly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're, they're telling you to come outside. E- e- us, everyone's man. a soccer boy, a soccer <laughs> no until they don't know soccer, man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, times. Come on, G. Napoli. <laughs> <laughs> I said Napoli. <laughs> to be fair, I don't even know, man. I'm not even gonna stand. Alright, Strizza, who, who do you think is? Victor Ozerman. Come on, man. Strizza, hey. Strizza's been answering his quick as well, you know. Well done, man. Alright. No, it was. It was. I told you, Bro, your one was the easiest one, man. I think. Nah, man. Or the Benny thing. Anything was well, that was a that was a home game, man. I couldn't I couldn't give that to you, man. That's a home game thing. All right, let's move on to the prem games, man. Um, and no better place to start than United. Of course, they had a midweek game against Crystal Palace. United knew what was at stake, win this game, um, collect anything from the Arsenal game, and then you know we can we can we can rub shoulders with the league leaders at least. I mean, the game ended in a one-all draw. Last-minute free kick by Olise. Char, mm. what were your thoughts in regards to Eric Tenak keeping Casemiro on for that long? And what do you what do you what do you blame it on? Even the draw or the drop points? Even weirdly, you know that one-one with everything that happened in the game literally felt like a, like a nail, man. It felt like a it felt almost as equal as as losing the game, man, because. Yeah, the manner of obviously which we, we we drew, and obviously the fact that Casemiro was out for the the important Arsenal game. Um, yeah, it was it, it was a very frustrating man. I think it's hindsight. I think there was a at one point um, Fred was warming up, and I think a lot of people assumed that it was because he was coming off Casemiro, but he was actually coming off Ericsson. So I think Ten Hag was back in Casemiro's experience to to see him through the game. And if you actually watch the game properly, especially early on. There were times when he was he you could see him sort of like holding back where usually he'd sort of bite in. Mm. Um so it very frustrating. I mean it's one of them ones, and if we take him out, who's to say that Elise doesn't 
pick up the ball, run into the middle of the midfield and bang it top bins as well. Like it's it's all hindsight, it's annoying. Mm. Um but but yeah, I, I, I'm not pissed off with the manager for keeping the, the what pisses me off the more than anything else is the actual manner of the yellow card. Bro didn't yeah. have to do that. Like <laughs> Varane was there covering. Like he but literally people are, people are blaming Bruno. No, yeah, Bruno gave initial. the ball away, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. He gave the ball away. But for me, given the time, like, come on, he, this guy has won five Champions West. Leagues back to back to back to back. Yeah, like this guy is like he's a world, like he's he, he's a world class footballer. He's played in multiple high state games. And he he, he didn't. He makes those type of tackles as well, but he does the dark art thing, the, the, the smart one. one. That yeah. one was just the so almost one, obvious. Yeah. I just, it's almost, honestly, Out of character, man. That, if someone told me that he had he had some sort of you know yellow cards um, game going on behind closed doors, and I'd believe you, man, because that foul was just but weird. Like, it just didn't make sense. <laughs> the big man thing, though, you look, uh, are basically saying you've got an attack dog that you don't want to attack. Bro, he's, gonna, he's going to gonna go into tackles. That's his nature. Whether no, I get that. I get that. I, I, like, I get that. That's why I'm not suspended, and that's why because that's the big thing. That's the thing. Because would would you have preferred him not to go all in in that tackle? Would you have preferred him to hold back? Because then you would be like, oh, why didn't you? You get me? No, because no. <laughs> honestly, I actually, I, I, I was a difficult one. My guy about it. I'd honestly rather shot and goal. I honestly would have rather rather the shot and goal, man. Because I like to think in general. And if and if it went in, then and if it went in, you would have said, "Ah, Casemiro no, should have gone." <laughs> but he was only like, think about the, the the stake of this Arsenal game coming up. Yeah, mm. I actually back United that even if because especially in the time that, 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 that it was like what a good 10, 15 minutes left of the game, like yeah. we could have had we had we had one more chance towards the end, end of the game. Not even that, like we could. I would rather <laughs> us concede and know that we have our players on the pitch than rather that. Honestly, that was just nuts to me, man. The way, if I think it's yeah. just the way he done it, not necessarily the yellow card itself, but the way it happened, it was just so yeah. unnecessary in it. Yeah, it, it definitely depleted all your. Bro, yeah, everyone's head was down. Every, you could tell everyone was looking, was thinking about that that game in particular. And David De Gea, after the game, the first thing he mentioned, rattled already, was the fact that Arsenal didn't play in midweek and we'd have and we're losing our, one of our best players. So you could obviously tell it affected the team. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, we'll, we'll 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 talk about the rest. The, yeah, the 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 weekend game as well. But the game after that was CEV Spurs, and I mean, uh, obviously, we all know that you know Man City is kind of a bogey team to this Spurs team. I mean, Strizza at two 0 What were you thinking? Well, are we in a good position? Did you think that you were in a good position to take all three against City at that particular point? Or did you actually fear that City was going to come back and do a madness like they did? Uh, I wasn't confident, to be honest. I thought that City could come back. I didn't think we played particularly well. I thought both the goals were a bit out of nowhere. Um, obviously, Edison made a mistake for the first one. And the second one, again, Rodri should have done better in the tackle. So I thought if City turned it on, they could definitely get us. Because we, we know that defensively, we're not great at... We, we like to bottle things. So I wasn't confident. To be honest, I was happy in the end because uh, I didn't really want to win the game anyway. I can say it's the first time ever where I've been happy to watch my team lose. Um, I don't want to see also in the league. You great, know good, so yeah. For me, you weren't really too bothered. <laughs> yeah, man. I, sometimes you've got to hold it L to, for the greater good. And yeah, that, that's what it was for me. But I would have much rather the game than to be tuned up and then lose the game in a Spurs kind of way. It's just more of a vibe, more of an L, but it is what it is, man. 
uh, and Striz, do, do you fear for your top four spot or do you think that you're at least better than all the teams that's behind you? Um, I don't think, well, if we're going to say that Arsenal and City are basically going head-to-head for the title, I don't think we're better than Newcastle or United. Um, so I don't think we'll get top four on the basis of that. Yeah, we've got quality in our side. We've got some players that are coming back, like Benton Cork, Kulisevsky, who I thought both played well on the day. But um, I think in general, like defensively, we're not good enough. Like Newcastle haven't conceded a goal for God knows how long. United um, are better than us defensively and I think offensively as well. So I'm not really too confident. Like, But even Chelsea... Liverpool, as much as they're struggling, I still think they're better than us. So I don't see it happening. Regardless, there's so much stuff going off the field. There was some protests at, at the weekend. What needs to change? Um, at Hotspur Way. So just in general, man, like Tottenham at the moment, like Kane's been linked away with move to United, maybe Bayern, Conte apparently is not signing on. There's too much of a mess going on off the pitch for it to be, to be going well on it. So yeah, man, for me, Tottenham's like to the picture and we just have to try and finish the season. What needs to change? Well, well, where do I start, man? Like, I could be here all day telling you what needs to change. Obviously, <laughs> firstly, the no, manager. No, 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 I don't. I don't. Pers- Go on. I was just going to expand on my question. So, what needs to change? Because six months ago, we linked up in the flesh, <laughs> and there's um, videos to go with that. And you know, you were telling us that all your affairs um, are in order. You've got a world class manager. Levy's uh, managed to sort out the stadium, um, you know, the money that you're getting from that, the players that you had signed and also retaining Son and Kane getting Champions League. Like, you lot were saying that moving on, on to bigger and next things. Like, you lot should have been the ones uh, challenging for the title right now. So I don't get how six months now you're telling us that the manager needs to change. Levy and whoever it is needs to leave. Like, Crazy. So I'm curious to understand what's gone, what's changed in that time. Um, Nice to have you back, Tolls, man. Missed you. (laughs) Um, Obviously, (laughs) look, at the time, I was, (laughs) I was a little bit excited. I was a little bit, you know, Spurs were spending money. Um, Mm. You know, we managed to keep all the cane. Conte was, was obviously there remaining for the, for the rest of the season or from the beginning. And there had been like a lot of talk about us basically having a war chest, if you like, to go and back the manager and compete. So I was happy and excited, of course. Like I knew that we needed to make some changes. Obviously, unfortunately, the players that were brought in, I was maybe a bit blindsided. I mean, Conte wanted Bunny and he got Longley on loan. Um, Maybe Richarlison in some ways hasn't worked out as well as we thought it might, but he was never brought in to be a starter. I think he's been unlucky with injuries and other things. I, I think Sonner's obviously, his form's been terrible. That's been a contributing factor. Yeah, definitely the Son thing. He's been out injured. Yeah, Benton Cole's been out injured. Um, and to be honest, like, no not to make goal. excuses at all. Not to make excuses at all, but, you know, we signed the right wing back. I thought we are going to go on and become maybe first choice. He's barely had a kick. And we're, we're seeing Emerson Royal and Doggy play week in, week out, which again, they're not up to standard. So there's loads of different reasons. But ultimately, ultimately, I think it comes down to the fact that, you know, the players out there aren't good enough. Conte knows that. 
he wants to to bring other players in and he's just not being backed and that's why he's not gonna he's stay after his contract he's not gonna renew how do you feel about you that? know I, I hold my hands up to a certain extent um i don't know man like i was think i was speaking about this earlier like i i don't really know how i feel like in some ways if you're not gonna back the manager then just get rid of him because Conte is a, a success now, win now type of manager. You need to back him. And if you're not going to do that, there's no point in having him. Like, so if it means that we get rid and we we bring in a manager who of a project type, I would never say no to Pochettino, but sometimes you, you, you don't want to go back. Um, but we need like a, like what you've done with Ten Hag, like what Arsenal have done with Arteta. We need a young manager, forward thinking, um, and just give him time and just give him the keys really to, to build something because clearly the Jose type Conte type hasn't worked and there's no point in having that manager in a back 100% so I'm all for the change but last thing like just on Spurs Joe Lewis Daniel Levy and Enoch are around we're not going to progress anyway so there's deeper things than just the players and a manager but look, until that changes I can't really see much progression for us really we're just going to go back and um, any predictions for Monday's game against Fulham? It's going to be a tough game, man. Like, I'm not even confident for that one. Like, <laughs> Fulham have obviously been doing very well this season, particularly at home. Um, and they'll be up for it. They Themselves, they're going for a sort of Europa League slash Conference League finish at the moment. So, I'm going to say 2-2, really. I think it'll be high scoring. I think we have to win it because United have dropped points. Um and Newcastle have dropped points as well. So it's a good opportunity for us to potentially gain some ground on those teams. Liverpool and Chelsea both drew as well. So if we're about it and we're actually going to, we want to be in the top four again next season, we've got to be going to Craven Cottage and getting all three points really. But we'll have to see what Tottenham turns up. Yeah, facts. All right, let's talk about the other mid-table top, top, top <laughs> strugglers then. Um this weekend started off with a massive uh, mid-table clash, ninth versus tenth. Um, HR, I know you know the main Liverpool up in our in our in our sector. Um, it definitely looked like a, a match between ninth and tenth, innit? it? Like, bro, <laughs> oh my god, who would be who would be the happiest with the point? You reckon? Definitely Potter and Chelsea, man. Mm. When you, when you, if anyone tells you to go Anfield, even when Anfield isn't quite at the if well when Liverpool can't, aren't quite at the the level that you expect from them over the last couple of years leaving Anfield with a point is always a good thing man so definitely Potter um, uh, yeah the game lacked a lot of quality man it was I remember watching the game thinking all it like the, the build up and, and I think both teams will get into, in into the right areas at good moments in the games I think Chelsea more so for a bit for, for a period of the game but the lack of quality towards the end of the, the the final third of the pitch, man, for both teams was actually shocking. Mm. Um, yeah, I think Toast said last week, but it says a lot when you know that Chelsea, well, Liverpool look more a threat when Darwin Nunes, who's probably the most non-technician player, comes on the pitch. I don't think he really had much of an impact in the game. Salah was... Yeah, silent. Non-existent. Non-existent. This is this is his third game in a row with not a shot on target. Shout out, shout out, Tabs. Seven seven year agenda coming into fruition finally. But um, it's yeah. one of them ones. Yeah, I've always with Salah, I could always understand and appreciate his numbers, and no one can ever take that away from him. However, 
there'll always be I think I had arguments with you lot in the past in terms of like who grows up to want to be Mo Salah and uh, there's something about his I don't look at him and think pure your pure your purest footballer I don't know if anyone understands what I mean by that but like he's just I think for years and, and look he's won you Premier League Champions League so no slight on him but I just think he's for years it's been output 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 but sometimes I think and I think for last season actually or the year before when there was a period where he started off the season with like a great number of assists and it almost looked like he was like cleaning up his act with regards to like other areas of just bagging. But I think his gomp, he's, he's sort of like taking a bit of a step, like a backward step. And, and it might be because he's not playing with the same quality that he was playing with when obviously Liverpool were at their, in their pomp. But yeah, right now he's, he's looking non-existent and a non-existent Mo Salah is not good for for Liverpool, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's let's talk about the uh, player that the hundred mil. Uh, go on, question, go on. I got a question for you. Yeah. So obviously, you man dropped a, a big, 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 big pack contract to Salah. It's giving me Yang vibes. I can't lie. Obviously, not to that extent yet, because I think the Yang thing happened over the course of a, a, a gave the contract long, to the wrong man. However, and Andy was. And, what are you thinking say, about that? Yeah, I've got an agenda. <laughs> they gave the contract to the wrong man listen man listen I, I, sp- I, I was speaking to people in regards to this particular topic earlier this week man like you will hear no corn from me in regards to Salah innit? Um, he's still our most uh, productive player on the pitch I think it's um, 17 goals all competitions so he's close to 20 um, but I think like but where's he bagging that bro he's bagging that in like Mickey Mouse tro- like, trophy, like trophy, like and he ain't doing that in the league. What is I mean, the champ? Is the Champions League? Is the Champions League Mickey Mouse? Fair. Yeah, but like the the, the opponents. Come on, man. The be serious. Be, be serious, man. Like, I mean, he's got seven goals in the champs, and he's got seven um in the league, and then yeah, the rest is in the cups in it. So, but I mean, his overall game obviously has taken a back seat. But I th- I think it has to do with like um Darwin because he's been. He Salah has, has been playing a different role. He's been pushed out wide, so he's actually playing like as a left winger instead of like a left forward. And I think he's not entirely confident, comfortable in that particular in that particular role as he is faced with like uh, fullbacks and he has to actually be a man more time than not. And that's not really his game in it. He's more about the combination play, the running in behind, uh, having the ball in feet, cutting in and you know, slotting it in. But even that now is not really is not really happening as he has to look for like his strikers, which is like uh Gakpo and um, Darwin at the moment, that they are not quite on the Bobby Firmino level who By likes to take way. who who likes to take a back seat and and you know let the let the wide forwards Imane and Salah do the job. And yeah, you wanted to talk about Gakpo, Shris? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I know it's early and I'm not a man to judge a man too early, but he looks pony. (laughs) Like, you see Darwin, yeah? I see see the vision. I see the threatening behind. Like, he's a little bit of a headless chicken at times, but he's a XG monster. And eventually, if he can cool himself down in front of goal, you can see it'll be a problem. But I'm not seeing nothing from Gakpo. Always wants to ball to feet in certain, certain situations, yeah, where he's had chances like maybe not clear clear cut chances but pullbacks first time shooting blazing over the bar leaning back like what's your thoughts on him so far 
I mean, so far he hasn't he hasn't been he hasn't been what I think the majority of Liverpool fans expected. But he's been everything that I expected him to be. To be honest, um, you know, I've, like I've said before, man, in the Eredivisie where like the, the competition is like the players are highly technical, but f- physically it's it's not there yet. It's very it's very hard for like a top player in that league to replicate whatever he's doing there in the Premier League, isn't it? So. What and even like the type of player he, player he is, he could get away with it in the Eredivisie, but not in the Premier League. So, to be honest, everything that he's doing now, I was expecting it. However, I do think like maybe like with games and experience and what what he's getting now, he's being thrown in the deep end. He might clock it and then figure it out after like a season or so. But but my thing is when Jota and Luis Diaz come back, will he be will he be afford will he be afforded that? I think no. And the f- then it might be tight for him. The, the thing so I've why did you buy him? It was I know I get why Liverpool bought him. They needed another striker, like a body. Diaz. They need, they needed a player that could play across the front three, which mm. on paper he can do. I understand the vision. However, the thing that sort of alarms me about him is that his first and second touch is just he's always chasing it. Like he's if he actually like deep when he actually does have the ball and he. You think his attributes because I, I when you think of a Liverpool attacker, you always think someone that's dynamic who can move, yeah, can run, yeah. But don't you feel if he feels like he he looks he's like he's running lanky, straight lines? Yeah, he's just lanky, like mm. he's just like yeah. not really getting anywhere with any substance. Like I, I don't know. Obviously, look, it's early days. So I'm not even going to sit here and say, oh yeah, the guy is done out here. But yeah, I think you can always, especially people who know ball. I think you can you can always like notice it from like distant early impressions. Yeah, from early, how, yeah, yeah. How, bro, what kind of player at, he's gonna be? Look at Mudrick when he came off yeah, the bench. Like, that's what, I'm not saying like Sam, you say it's early, clean. but you can see raw. He looked, yeah, he, he looked clean. clean. Like his touches, his movement, he just looked sharp. Like I've not seen that from Gakpo. So yeah, but yeah. one was 80 mil, I guess. Obviously, one was time will tell on that one. <laughs> but that doesn't that doesn't matter, man. The price, to be honest, because like. Even if it's one game, you can make you can make a judgment of a player of one game, ten games. But it doesn't matter, to be honest, because if we can say um, after twenty minutes, Mudrik is looking cleaner, looking da da da, when the sample size is twenty minutes over a guy who sample size is three four games, then alarm bells should should be ringing, man. Like it, it's all fair, to be honest. But like I said, this is this was my worry in terms of Gakpo and it's coming into fruition. However, I do think like. With games, he might he might figure it out and and switch up his style, hopefully. Um, yeah, I mean, Swizzle alluded to it, but Tabo, I, I still wanted to get, go back to you, man, about Mikhailo Mudrik, man. I mean, yeah. still got them regrets or after seeing him in action. So here, here's the thing, man, um, and I'm I think I'm gonna be real about this, big man thing. That signing would have been a signing of intent for Arsenal Football Club, yeah. It doesn't matter where other people are saying we've got um, Trossard who is a more, um, what's it called, calculated signing, yada, yada, yada. Prem experience. Like, yeah, it's more about the intent. And think about the impact Mudrik came in with for Chelsea. That would have been, I personally think with what was going on prior to that, it would have been like 10x with like, you know, Saka, Martinelli. Like it would have been electric to have Mudrik as well. Um, so yeah, man, I, I was gutted. I'm not gonna lie, you know. Obviously, that you know, now he's a Chelsea guy. I'm sad, um, bro. People cause... are talking like this. Mudrick guy was gonna come and hold bench. After what I see that little 20, 30 minute um, fit, bro. <laughs> that guy is different. I don't know if he's got that. Like, That's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's the ball running, like. Intent. 
for yeah, anyone man, that who is, got he's, him, for he's whoever out, was I've seen him. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, from the bite size, man, like he's got footwork, he's pacey. Like Milner didn't even want it. They had to bring <laughs> Trent on um, at that point when he came on. Um, which, which, which didn't make sense to me, to be honest. Like, <laughs> like Milner was fine at right back for the whole game. Put Gomez there, who can at least match Mudrick pace, pace wise, mm. and put Matip like Trent. To be honest, man, <laughs> I'm, Trent, yeah. I'm very close, man, but not in terms of him as a player for Liverpool, but in terms of like, I, I need me someone that's good defensively as well now, man, because I'm seeing the light in that sense, man. He's too booky, man, for me, man. Too much. And is it because Henderson is not necessarily covering Bro, him fuck, anymore? That doesn't matter, man. Do your job, man. That's a right back, please. Mm. It doesn't matter. Because even Milner, Milner, he's actually doing his job as a right back. Do you get me? Like, yeah. he, he's, he, hasn't, he hasn't even got Trent's pace, but he's just smart. He just knows, like, okay, whatever happens, I'm not going to get spun. And if, you, if you're getting past me, I'm dropping you. But Trent is not even doing that. <laughs> you get me? So, nah, I'm, I'm, at the moment, I'm not having Trent there, man. But obviously, when Trent came on, then his other, his, his other attributes, that's, what, that's where you... Where you are, like, oh yeah, we're lacking that. Like, he's going his passes, his, you know, his the the eye for eye for a pass up front. We missed that at the same time. So I don't know, man. I don't know where he fits within our team at the moment. But it's crazy, man. That's another crazy one. To be fair, that people are now actually like kind of considering. Not that Kenner though. That Kenner's still on that. He'll show you. He'll show you. He'll show you stats about how many goal, how many goal involvements he's Bro. got in, in comparison to all the attackers in the league. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, right, let's move on, man. Comparison side and say, oh, no one's look, he's no, he's not been dribbled past. You know the local, Every time you watch Liverpool, Trent is getting cooked, bro. Every time, even if it's not directly him, they're going down his side, like, bro. Anyway, man, isn't that we've, we've said enough about? And, and you know what's funny? I don't know if you man, I don't know if you man clocked it. Yeah, they were, they were going down Robbo's side when Milner was local, but as soon as Trent came on, Trent came yeah, it was straight straight left. I don't know if you man clocked it because Robbo was getting cooked as well on this side. Me and my dad were talking about that uh, about Rob um, Robertson. He's slightly gone down. Like, no, bro, it's not even a slightly thing. It's gone over people's heads, man. Because I've I've said what, yeah, is like it pace. What is he just dropped off? That or? is defensively, he's getting more exposed, man. It's just that Robbo, he had at least the pace to um, do the recovery thing, and this is why people yeah. would think like, ah, oh, he's a better defender than Trent. But now, even like physically, he's he's under it. We're we're seeing the thing. That's what this is what I mean. For me, I prefer Simicas, but the only thing is going forward, Simicas is not as good. So if Simicas, yeah, yeah. but Simicas is quite decent. Though. I was about to say the Simicas uh, guy. Every time I seen them play, he, he you know he reminds me of um like a like a like a sort of like a hybrid. You know um, Gabriel Henze that used to play for United. Oh and yeah, like he was him, decent. Yeah, yeah, which less obviously defensive. But he's he's got delivery, like, and he's nah, got but I mean, like, I mean, like, Robot is up and down, explosive. Point, yeah. He can yeah. actually defeat. He can actually beat a man. Like Robo can actually do that, and that's what I'm missing for Simicas. I need that. I need that from him. And once, once he gets that, if he will ever get that, bro, it's curtains for Robo in he's my got, eyes. He's man. got he's got delivery, but he can't run past man. That's what you're basically saying. And defensively as well. And defensively, yeah. I think he's so good, man. Like very aggressive. Yeah, like it's difficult to get past him. So 
Yeah, man. But Robertson's been injured, and Timikas has come in. He looked good. Every he's not calm, man. Sort of like a maid. Yeah, like like it's not really been looked out of place. Yeah, facts. So it'll be interesting to see the developments there. Facts, facts. Um, yeah, let's move on, man. Uh, Bournemouth v Nottingham Forest ended in a one-all draw. Leicester v Brighton. Um, I thought Brighton Leicester was gonna get moved to, but it ended up a two-two draw. That Ferguson Donny as well with the win- with the equaliser. Um, good header. I don't know if you guys saw it, but that guy's cooking, man. I'm liking what I'm seeing. Yeah. United he boys right, man. Mm. or Spurs. If Kane kicks Ferguson, what are you man telling me? <laughs> Boy, well, we need we need any striker United, at this point. <laughs> we need any striker at this point. So, boy, if this, if he's as long as he's got feet and he's got like a if he's, he's got, got feet, man, he's got yeah, feet. No, he looks good. He's good. He looks good. I've seen him a few times. I didn't watch the game yesterday, but I've seen a few clips from him. He looks clean, man. But bro, Brighton play a hard game, man. Especially now they know that the striker market right now. If you've got a decent striker at your club. Just but that's, 20, 20, but that's so funny, yeah? Because I remember on the Potter, we were saying like, ah, oh, they need to cop a striker. Yeah. They need to cop a striker. They need to, yeah. they're, they're not copying strikers. And then they have this U in their academy. So sick, man. Sick. Um, West Ham v Everton. 2-0 West Ham. Um, Lampard is looking like curtains. Um, I'm not sure. if is he, fi- is he fired yet? Or is it still... Bro, he's, I don't he's still there. No. Like, right, who do you go and get, really, if you're Everton right now? Who's going to come to Everton? Yeah, they, like, need, mate, they need to give him Dyke. time. That's <laughs> Sean mate, Dyke. No, Sean right, Dyke. I'm not going to lie to you. They've got a very similar, similar situation. Well, not similar situation, but like a very similar outlook in terms of the fans that what United have with their... Like, they have owners who've spent money for like for years now, but they haven't been doing it properly. And now mm. they're in a position now where they can't even like invest into their into their team. Like, mate, it's actually very very peak. Do you remember the last couple of games where I think the owner couldn't even go to like a home game because they weren't sure on the safety and stuff? It's looking yeah, really yeah, 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 yeah. Facts. And yeah. My goal, very... my goal got a headlock, fam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? That's just bad mind. Wait, wait. Who got put in a headlock? The board. I'm not sure on that. Bro, one woman from the board, yeah, I shouldn't be laughing, but one, one woman from the board. <laughs> Fam, <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I don't know if you saw the, the little, like, small clip on Sky Sports News, yeah, but it's like Bill Kenwright and then the owner, I think his name's Yashiri or Mashiri, mm. basically asking, like, what's happening with Frank Lampard's future? And he was like, oh, I don't know, it's not up to me. This Donny owns 94% nah, of the club. What, what do you mean it's not up to you? <laughs> nah, they're backing him, though. Yeah. So and then, yeah, at the same time, man, they should, you know, give give a manager time. But if it's a relegation thing, then that's peak. But if it's yeah, I, I don't know. I man. don't think it's I don't think it's the time to be uh, firing a man, though. Yeah, or I agree. If they are, who are they bringing to come? Oh, you need that's to fire that's, him. That's probably, nah, fire no, no, no. him. <laughs> I'm telling you, you, yeah, he's lost. He's lost the drifting room, bro. He's on Daesh. I'm telling you, Everton, yeah, Everton are in a relegation battle. They got away with it last season, and this season they are well, well in it again. They need to go back to basics, 4 4 2, tight at the back. Yeah, Barnes and Wood up front, obviously not them two, but you know what I'm trying to say? Like, <laughs> someone like Daesh will come in and get them organised, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Barnes and Wood up front, that's let's funny. Not, <laughs> bro, let's not forget, yeah, like back in the day, yeah. Like before, bro, he was on a shoestring budget at Burnley, but he always kept them up. Always yeah, facts. kept them in the league. They got rid of him midway through the season, caught another man in. But, but you know, down. but you know where it is, yeah. The football is so dire on the Dutch. Like even Burnley fans, yeah, they're so happy with Vincent Company right now because he's he's playing ball. They're like, raw. We can, hey, 
But that that football, yeah, you don't no, you don't really that's want it. But with the squad that he had, though. Yeah, but of he, course, but at the same time, realize he kept them in prem for like eight years, bro. I get it, but like playing the way you are, that's then <laughs> playing the way you are, of course you 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 stay in the prem. No, there's no risk. There's no nothing. You're simply playing for results. But people paying so hard earned money. If you're a Burnley, if you're a Burnley, what would you rather like? I hear it, man. I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. Do you know what I mean? But I do. I, I would understand why clubs would not go for a Deitch because <laughs> you get me. But yeah, um, Palace v Newcastle ended in a nil nil. Um, Leeds v Brentford nil nil as well. Man City beat Wolves earlier today three nil. Haaland hat trick. Is that his? Tabo, what did you say? His third or fourth hat trick this season That's in the league. This Damn! Four. How many goals is he on? I hope we can... 25. Fuck it, now. City, City are, are a worse team with, with Haaland in it. I hope, like, because... Listen I've been to seeing this. A lot of that I, 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 I feel, feel like, I feel like that's been misconstrued. It's rubbish, man. That's been misconstrued. What people are not understanding is they're merely Why? saying that if Haaland doesn't bag, right, then City are not likely to bag because last year the goals were being shared, right? Mm. But now... They're like they're kind of saying, "Yo, if this man ain't scoring, we ain't gonna win the game. We ain't gonna." For example, last weekend against um, Thingy, um, United. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a, it's a I think that's what it is. The yeah. Play now has to the play has to but, go through Haaland for him for them to score. It's not necessarily that they're they're, they're playing firstly, less better or whatever. Go on. In my opinion, yeah. In my opinion, I I somewhat agree with that. However. If you look at City this season, right, you look at Mares, Foden, Grealish. Well, Grealish has never really done numbers since he's been at City, but maybe more so Foden. Foden, form-wise, goal hasn't been at the same level. Mares has kicked into form now, but before that, wasn't playing, wasn't really scoring. De Bruyne's form has been indifferent, even still, like he's not really getting on the score sheet. So it's been literally about Haaland. I don't think that's about, that's because they're trying to play through Haaland. I just think a lot of the players, like even Gundogan, like for a season and a half, he was getting on the score sheet. Mm. I just think players have just not performed as well. Genuinely, like, do you remember last season, Bernardo Silva was like, arguably player of the season at one point. Like he was scoring yeah, week in, week out, running the show. Sharing. He hasn't been on the same, he ain't been on the same level. Defensively, even like Cancelo, who chipped him with a few, he's not really been playing. So I just think it's more the case of like City in general as a team haven't been performing as well. And even the other night when Strikes. they played us and they, they beat us 4-2, Pep came out and was like, I don't know if you saw the interview, but he was pretty much slating his players. Like yeah, they don't right. want it anymore. They ain't got the same get, fight or the same battle or the same wall. I hear that, but listen to this though. You see, like right now, yeah, why also, right, I'm going to use Arsenal as an example. See, right now, like we're not having to rely on, for for example, in the last couple of years, Aubameyang. If Aubameyang don't back, Arsenal don't win the game. Don't, don't, he, we don't score, right? Now we're sharing those goals. Odegaard, it doesn't matter who it is. Odegaard, Xhaka, uh, Martinelli, Saka, do you know what I mean? Ketia or Jesus. Like all of those men have scored a, a more than five goals this season for Arsenal in the league. So they're sharing the goals, right? So when when someone comes and becomes a focal point, right, it takes away from the rest of those people getting the, in those advanced positions. So it's not to say that they have to play through Haaland or whatever. It, 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 I think it just naturally happens that way. 
do you, do, you, do you know what I would say though? Because when you watch, I, I, I actually understand what Tabs is saying, and to some extent, I kind of agree. I understand what Stride is saying too, and I agree on both parts. I don't think um, City are a bad team with with um, with Haaland. I do think there is like a, a definitely a more of a focus on getting the ball in early in terms of like trying to find him. But what I would say is, when you actually think about a lot of the goals that that last season that 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 City were scoring, a lot of time Cancelo. Jim Checo, even at one point, like they're all getting to the bar line, like cutbacks, um, Kevin De Bruyne flashing the ball like across center and then maybe Gundogan or someone arriving late. There's, they're all things like you, you wouldn't really think that Haaland is stopping these players. So I actually agree more with strides in the sense that I think City's players, when you think of Gundogan, he's not arriving and getting 10 goals the season like he did last or the season before that. Bernardo Silva, yep, he he's just not. He wants to leave. Like he's been wanting to leave yeah. the last two seasons now, and it's so, like he's just not. He's not at it since he's come out from the World Cup. Mares is probably the only attacking player that you'd say that like has looked like his old self. But even so, he's been inconsistent. Jack Grealish, Grealish, he's never going to get you output anyway, really. So he, he's looking better in terms of his performance, but he's not looking great in terms of his numbers. And then when you think about Foden, he isn't quite at the level since the World Cup. Um, that he's been that they're that saying Saka over folded Lord right now is right I thought I'd yeah. never see this he's day you know that's the reality of it now so I, I, I do think I do think City are their players have just set a mad high bar for themselves that even when they're playing at a level where they're second in the league probably still in very much in the title 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 race yeah they're just not quite clicking at the moment yeah um, let's move on to the headline then. Hey, I don't know about you, Stris, but it felt like I was back in 02, 03, 04. You <laughs> know what I mean? The build-up to this game was different. Even here, boy. Like, bro, I had friends, yeah, that I didn't even know were Arsenal fans. They popped up again like, yo, hey. I was like, say less, say less. You're back, yeah? You're, 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 not, claiming, you're not claiming Ajax no more. You're mentioning Arsenal in them, man, now. Say less. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, man, um, the build-up was huge for this, and rightly so. Obviously, two teams that are playing extremely well. I want to start off with um, United, of course. Um, obviously, Char, we spoke about the Crystal Palace game, ended in a disappointing draw. So then, obviously, this game, obviously, was extremely important. Um, people were adding your game plan at the end of the game. Uh, but for me, your game plan nearly worked. So what do you think... What's the cause of the L? Was it the lack of midfield, or were Arsenal just that better on the day? Um, it's, I think it's a bit of everything you just mentioned. Um, I think overall, Arsenal probably did deserve the win in terms of um, the way they played and carried the game up to us. I think in the first half, I think we can be very, uh, I don't want to say proud because the reality is we lost the game and we weren't winning at half time, but um we can be very happy with the way we, we got on the ball. When you actually look at the game that we played at the Emirates last season and even early on in the season at Old Trafford, we didn't really get on the ball. We played in moments. Um, I actually am one of the few United fans who think that the Old Trafford game where we beat them, we weren't the better team on the day. We just had, we got, we, we put the chances, our chances, our chances away. Um, and I actually think in moments we played better at football this season, this game round. 
Um, but overall, in the first, the first half, half, for sure, yeah, I agree. Yeah, first yeah. half, like we played well, we played good football. There was moments in the games. Obviously, Arsenal would have their moments when they started very quickly. The first five, but obviously, we got the goal in Rashford. By the way, can we? Anyway, man, talk to my boy nicely, man. But um, yeah, in the end, I think the second half, yeah, Arsenal's quality definitely shone through. Um, it's the reason why they're obviously top of the league at the moment. As much as it hurts and pains me to say, but if anyone was going to score, um, I think it would have, yeah, by 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 sort of, yeah, it should have been Arsenal. Um, I, again, I say that, but I do think there was moments in the game in that second half where if we had a bit more composure with the final pass or the yep. final delivery, yep. we could have got we could have got through to Arsenal. I don't I don't watch Arsenal this season. That wasn't me watching. If that's the best team in the league, United are on good course, man. That's how I, that's how I feel because I don't think they. Uh, let, me, away. let me be real with you. Let me be real with you. Let me cut you off there. First of all, if you remember at halftime, I was moaning saying we're not playing well. We played shit. I'm going to be real with you. It was end-to-end, which is what the fans wanted and a neutral like Andy or Strides would have wanted. But big man team... United as well. Partey was sloppy. No, no, no. But Partey was sloppy, bro. Was he sloppy right? with the fact that we um, were just getting the players around him quickly? Because I think... Yeah. No, no, Partey no, 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 no. wasn't was good today, man. No. He, he was genuinely misplacing passes that were like five-yard passes. Like, giving me Pogba vibes, bro. <laughs> and, and I was like, yo... Like he needs to get a grip, which in the second half he sort of did, but there was still some some of those mistakes. Not to take anything away from United, by the way, because you lot actually played better than I thought you would today. Um, but that's that's genuinely not the best that Arsenal could have played. So you're saying that you're saying that Arsenal won this game on kind of an off day for them, or United came on more smoke than you than Arsenal expected. I'm saying that, like, obviously, I th- like, Arsenal were the... I, th- I still think we were the stronger team, but, like, he said that um, we're, like, were close. It wasn't even close. If you look at stats, I took a screenshot because I knew someone was going to try to say that. At the end of the that, game. Uh, at the end of the game. At the beginning yeah, of the game. I took a... Yeah. half time. But, but the game is played in 90 minutes. No, no, you're right. You're right. That's <laughs> what I said. Nah, nah, I think we can all agree, though, that... Obviously, in the first half, it was pretty even. I think I must say, I, I, I can agree with that as well. But their second half... From what you were watching, but from what you were watching, was Party, who's basically like key for us to get going, did he play well? Because even the goal... He's the but that doesn't matter, bro. This is where Arsenal fans can't... That's why it's so hard to be gracious about Arsenal. No, but... The way they're moving. No, no, no. Because you had the that, fans saying that... No, no, no. Because you're turning around... You're turning around... You're trying to tame... You're close. You're not. You're trying to tame the first half. You're trying to tame the first half as Arsenal basically blind us. No, but I said it in real time. I, no, no, no. I'd understand it, if it wasn't my like fault. I said it the in reason, real time. The, the, the reason, the bro, reason why you don't. Hey, Tam, 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 let him, let him land, man. Nah, man. Nah, let him land, bro. <laughs> this is what Tabo does, bro. He's trying to do the whole like, oh yeah, the first half wasn't good because Party wasn't playing well, bro. We didn't have a Casemiro who's been our number one, the number six the whole time, and we played better. Like that's okay, not an excuse where he didn't play well. We didn't have Jesus. Bro, loud, loud, loud. The first game we didn't have Party. Come off that. Come off that. Nah, but Tabs, but nah, but Tabs, but that, but. That's the thing. It's all circumstantial, isn't it? Whether someone didn't play well or someone played better, it was still an even no, game up until the half half time. I can turn, no, I can turn was, around and say the reason why Partey game. didn't play well is because Bruno and them man were pressing him court like hard. You mm. you you can't. And then when no, he did get the ball, right. uh, Bruno Bruno's haram though, man. That anyway, guy. Look, hey, <laughs> all Andy, in all, the only thing that triggered me from 
Charles' comments is that he said they were close to us. And then I had to, you know, tell him. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you, you man. Me. Bro, no, nah, no, no. Because no, no, you but said if that's the best team in the league. That's what he said. This is what I said. I said, he said if I that's said. the best team in the league, then we're not far off it. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a that's a typical <laughs> Char comment, you know. He, like, he likes to add that. That's what I mean. I was on the But let him explain himself. Let him explain himself. First half, watching that game, knowing what I know in terms of what Arsenal do to teams in that first half at Emirates, yeah, blow most teams away. We got on the ball and we actually were playing football. Like we, we played, we were playing through them. And Tabo can turn around and be like, oh, because, um, because my nice. number five wasn't doing well. But the reality is we, the game was even. I remember we were looking at the stats. I think it was like three shots to like two um, Arsenal's way. It was 50-50% in terms of possession in the halftime. You could go and check it yourself. The second half, yeah, we, we, we I wouldn't say we allowed what Arsenal. Happened? Just what happened in team. the second half? Why do you why were the better team? Better team in you were the better team. Why? Not not, why? not necessarily just because not because of we okay, we became very passive. Because <laughs> Party started passive. to ball. No, he didn't start we didn't do anything that much different in the first second half than he did in the first, bro. I, I agree, man. I agree much. with that. I, I agree with that. that much in terms of a change. I just think that Arsenal, yeah. you man done very well in terms of you got Saka isolated with with um, with Shaw and anyone with eyes and like could see that Shaw was sh- like he was scared blind about. Can we talk about he's that obs- basic he's fit obs- from Shaw? No, he's basic. I'll tell you what is he's obviously trained with him at because if you actually listen to a lot of the stuff that came out um after the, like during the England camp at the World Cup, bro, it's 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 Shaw basically bum licking Saka the whole time saying you don't understand how good this player is. The Shaw is sh- shit scared of Saka, bro, because I've never seen Shaw be so like imperactive in trying to keep a man out of box do you know how many times what was the stats you said I think you said that like Arsenal touched the ball like 63 times in the second half you know, in our mm. box do you know how many times Saka wasn't even like running at full pace against yeah he was him, backing sure. off and then he no, was he's backing off because he knows that Saka can because he knows him, yeah because he, he don't want to I, I know that and, and that's why That's why I think we lost the game because there was a few too many individual battles where Arsenal were just better Shevchenko like that guy is different. Like, is, is, he wasn't this good ball, at Arsenal. He wasn't this good at City. Facts. He wasn't this. Nah, he wasn't. No, even, 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 even. The thing is, the thing is, even. The, I'm talking specifically, even defensively. That guy, Salah, Salah enjoyed. Whenever, whenever he played, yeah, Salah enjoyed, bro. But now, I'm, bro, he's yeah, man. I'm liking what I'm seeing. You know, that's actually my one of my favorite players at Arsenal right now. Like I keep watching him and the things he's doing, yeah. Like, sometimes he takes this little extra touch before he, like, passes the ball. Oh, he's a centre mid, like, bro. He's comfy. So much he's comfy. Space. There's no doubt in it's, it. He's a, he's it's, a ma- mid. it's actually mad. Spreza, from nah. your point of view, bro. Well, go on. Um, <laughs> so, whatever Tobbs is saying, yeah, take with a pinch of salt in it. Like, <laughs> I don't know about this whole Arsenal with this, that, the other. The first half was very even. Very, very yeah. even. I'd say Arsenal had probably more attempts in terms of sh- shooting shots on, I wouldn't say on goal, but United looked looked very comfortable. I was actually very impressed with United because we know how good Arsenal are coming out of the blocks early and sometimes, you know, in the first 50 minutes, they give you two goals ahead. So for United to go a goal up, <laughs> Tabo, wait, man. Be comfortable. This whole, this whole party thing, rubbish. Again, what Charles said, spot on. I think the individual battles... Shaw against Saka, particularly, that was the, that was that kind of changed the game, and it was it was evident, yeah, that Shaw was struggling, and 
Ericsson should have come off earlier and Fred should have been brought on because the minute Fred came on, it kind of nullified it a little bit in that channel. They were kind of doubling up on him. And when he cut inside, it wasn't like he was cutting inside to shoot. He was cutting inside to maybe lay it off or whatever. Arsenal are very, very good. Let's be real. They got good. They're good um, in terms of attacking phases, attacking plays. They recycle the ball well. They play win. But I think United just, they sat back too much. They they, yeah. they couldn't yeah. get out. They, they had to be a bit braver. They almost said, okay, cool, we'll take the draw. Yeah, and yeah. The goal was coming and when it came, it was thoroughly... One man I want to shout out is, is Nketiah. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, like because when Jesus got injured, it was like, oh Jesus, oh they're not talking blah, blah, like that anymore. Like, a lot of Do you know what I'm saying? saying mm. Ooh, you know what I was talking like? No, Jesus no, 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 no. <laughs> you know what I was talking like that? Now they said they weren't talking. These men were talking about, oh my God, Gabriel Jesus is going to be out. We can't, we can't survive. Season done. And that, bro, you, bro, is Gabriel Jesus? Does he even deserve to be to start ahead of Enketia when he comes back? He has to fight for his plays, boy. He has to fight for his plays. So you are talking about? You know what it is? It's not even just the goals. It's everything. He's actually clean with it. Bro, he he occupied the defense, bro. I watch certain things. Bro, I watch certain things, and I'm impressed with with his hold up play, back to goal, his link up play. Obviously, he's a threat behind. I respect him. I respect him. But just everything, little things like he seems like he's been in the gym. Like you can't really shrug man off the ball like that. He's a presence up there. So I think. For me, like Enketia coming in, big booster for Jesus, and like I got, I got a question for you, Stris. I got a question for you, Stris, in regards to Enketia. Yeah? Um, obviously, like in the summer, Ghana went to the World Cup. People thought, um, yeah, he should change his nationality, and he was like, nah, he rejected the call up because um, he thinks like he can, he can, he can become an England international. Do you think he's England ready? Um, I think that he could potentially be in with a chance, man. If you look at England strikers, like obviously Kane, like he's, I wouldn't say he's old, but he's 30 next year. Callum Wilson, I think he's pretty much done. Calvert-Lewin hasn't really been doing it. And then what, who else in terms of number nines have you got that could potentially go in there? Ivan Tony potentially, but he didn't get selected. Watkins is bagging lately. I think there's a chance. Mm. I don't think Watkins is. I I, I think Inketi is better than Watkins. But mm. like in terms of as a finisher, I think Watkins plays as well. But if I don't know, I think Inketi will get you more goals. Uh, yeah, I think he's 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 done he's done enough, man. He's done enough. He's done enough for a call up. This, this this period, this period is going to help Eddie. He had the same run last year where he came in, done the job, bagged against Chelsea, whatnot. This period is going to help him elevate. And like you said, um, look. I'm not gonna stunt. All of us were worried that yo, this is it. It's you saying then, but he's managed to step up. Even if he's not bagging, he's occupied defenses like you said mm. and whatnot, right? Um, today, luckily, got on the t- a score sheet. Um, he, there's still stuff to work on, obviously. Like I still feel like he can be a little bit more ruthless, like he is or was in the twenty ones for England and so on, right? I agreed. Yeah, Which agreed. Agreed. Um, which will come, uh, I believe. But he's still there's still a lot to work on, and this is a good problem for Arsenal Football Club. This guy is what 20, 23, so he's only gonna get better. Um, and yeah, man, shout out to him. Shout out to him. Honestly, like Eddie's uh, getting his flowers now as well. So tabs. And people are starting to put some respect. So tabs, <laughs> fifty points, and we're officially at the halfway mark. Nineteen games played. You got your revenge on United. Um, you still one one loss and I think two draws or something. 
How are you feeling? Man, um, I'm feeling good. It keeps me up at night, I'm not going to lie. Cause... <laughs> 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 oh, I hate to be, I hate it here, man. Nah, but it keeps me up at night. It's like, one day I'm like, we're going to win the league. The other day, I still have that Arsenal trauma in me. You know what I mean? So it's like you still you still got City time. to play in it twice. Yeah, Mad. we got to play twice, um, three times. I think the game, the battle starts this week in the FA Cup fight. Uh, FA Cup. This FA Cup game, no one's gonna say it, right? As Arsenal fans, we need to beat City in that game if we want to be able to do so on the fifteenth. So this game is very, very much to me a Premier League game. Where's the game in the fifteenth? Really Emirates, um, uh, Emirates. Yeah, Emirates. That one's at the Emirates. That one's at the Emirates. The this Emirates. one is at actually a fortress now. You know, fuck. Yeah. How we all let this happen, but, man? Bro, you man, you man, you man, are forgetting that 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 great L they took last year at the Emirates, where Arsenal played so well but still lost. We owe them as well. This is where it all started. <laughs> People ain't clocking that. This is where it started. Ah, oh, shut this up, man. You went to that Tottenham stadium and got. got... Come on, man. Fam, all of that was just all of that was part of the process. We needed to lose to United. The process when you were saying Arteta out too. Hold on, hold on. No, that was after that. The process, (laughs) right? The process was when we lost to City, and and we were saying, "Oh, that's actually like the like the best L we've taken," and we're not angry. Like I still can't believe that that statement. No, but people added us. But we knew that what we were mad. saying. Oh, then, Charles, then hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Was the biggest Arteta out done? No way. Fam, he would, he would, fam, he would, bro. He would the armband, cousin. The armband. That was him. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen to this. Don't do this. This goes to show that you just got. What are you talking about? This goes to show that you just got to back your manager, isn't it? So maybe back Conte, G. <laughs> um, wow! As I was saying, <laughs> as I was saying, Arsenal losing to Tottenham and not getting that Champions League spot that hurt us a lot. But yeah. it was part of the learning curve for these young boys. You can tell. Fast yeah. Fast forward, fast forward as well. Losing to United that early on in that game where we actually played like again a good match and probably shouldn't have lost was another learning curve. Like yo, relax. Don't like you know, start to push on and get excited just because you're going to win the game or you can smell blood or whatever, right? So all of that, like, has been a good learning curve leading up to this point now. And people will say, like, we're chatting shit, but genuinely speaking, I'm so happy we lost that so we wouldn't get complacent early on after mm. that United game because now we'd be talk- trying to talk about, oh, I'm beaten, da 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 But genuinely losing that game, I reckon, like, put like like built us on for the rest of the season and now these are and people forget this january was bro the fixtures like old arsenal would have crumbled here yeah let's let's line them up yeah newcastle west ham brighton um tottenham and manchester united bro and hats off hats off we we drew just one of those to newcastle so we didn't even lose that so I don't know, man. Um, halfway point. I'm, I'm, I'm halfway as well. I'm like, yeah, we can do it. This is, this is the best time. start out of any Arsenal team in history, and this is including the Invincibles. Um, yeah. I mean, come on, man. We can, we can we start dreaming? I've been dreaming, man. 
since day one. Since that Crystal Palace <laughs> game, yeah, in August. Yeah. I think it was I think I actually started to believe when it was Leicester. But mm. I was like, it's still too too far. That was the second game. But we were balling because we went behind and then we came back. So I don't know, man. There's character now. Like today yeah. as well. We came back. Yeah, I wanted to quickly touch on that with Char because um, obviously you guys took the lead, but Arsenal equalised as soon as... You know what I felt like, yeah, yeah, in this game, yeah, that every single goal could have been avoided from from Very both sides. Mistakes. All mistakes. Yeah, there were all... Especially Arsenal's goals. Like, they were so poorly defended by United and yeah, especially... For Saka's goal, like... Oh, come on. That was, yeah, terrible. I mean, Char, like from your point of view, because I think obviously you guys, could, you 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 were the ones to concede three goals, man. How yeah. would you even sum up like the goals that you've conceded, and they were all very avoidable? I must say, poor man, poor. I mean, given everything that you know about Arsenal and the way they're playing at the moment, you'd almost expect any all their goals to be sort of other than Saka's goal, where you just got sometimes put your hat up and like you know what, that was just a strike. But even so, Eriksen probably could have got a lot closer to him. Um, I think yeah, and the other goals are just yeah, they're just pure mistakes. I'm, I'm, I mean, I know Arsenal deserve to win in terms of the balance of the game, but if you actually break down, if you're if if you were just looking at the highlights of the game, you'd probably be like, fucking hell, did, did United actually concede those goals? Especially yeah. after the, the the performances that we've been having defensively over the last what two three months, all of them were poor goals. But it just shows in it we're very we're still very early on in our on our process when you put into perspective that Ten Hag has had seven months with his team. Um, it's taken, what, Arteta two and a half, three years to get Arsenal to a point where they're actually competitive in the league again. So, um, yeah, I, I can't be too mad at, him at what he's doing. But yeah, in terms of the goals itself, man, very frustrating. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right, man, let's head over to the bar. Um, I'm guessing um, none of us have shots Apart from tabs, have you got anything? Yeah, man, I got a shot um, from my boy Bukayo Saka, man. Um, boy turning into a man, leading the boys, leading the club. As I said earlier on, man, Luke Shaw was huffing and puffing in this interview, <laughs> and you could tell that this man got tired. That killed me, man. Like, you so mad about man. Like, genuinely, genuinely, like. Today, yeah, like that man had basic fear. I know um Martinelli had basic fear of um Saka, but bro, what Saka done to Shaw? Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, you're watching the game, yeah. Sorry to cut you off, yeah. But I don't yeah. even feel like Saka really even got at him that much. It was literally, it was the first, I remember it was bro. the first one on one they had. Shaw was just backing away. Is is that is that is that premeditated fear, bro? That one that like. Mm. Bro, but that's what I'm saying. That rips, basic fear, that mental thing. Yeah, that. bro, man. <laughs> yeah. That's what makes because it even worse. It's a mental battle straight away. Where like Saka's like, all right, cool. You know what? I'm like, you don't even want me to run at you. You just yeah. want me to walk in. At one point, Saka was walking in with a ball, like Bruh. just trying to pick a pass. Fuming, fuming, fuming. So, yeah, man, um, big shout out to Bukayo. Like I said earlier on in the chat, I don't want to hear nothing about, you know, even if Arsenal don't win the league, about, oh, Philly's the best young player if they ended up winning the league. <laughs> because they snicked Bukayo last year. They most certainly cannot do so this year. No, they won't. The man's bagged against, like, every top six club right now. Every top six club. 
it's not even the Baggins things, but because F- Foden wouldn't deserve it for Baggins. It's just his his perform, bro. He's your best player, man. Yeah, I can't even lie to you. No, but like, yeah, but this is what I'm saying. That like at this rate, like I don't know what else people want Saka to do. Yeah, for them to be like, do you know what? He's actually the best young player in the league right now. <laughs> I, I hate it here, boy. Bloody hell. Oh man. Anyways, guys, man. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening again to the pod, Shambaz. Happy to hear you again. Don't be a stranger. Um, yeah, we are the VBP boys and we out. Peace. <laughs> hey, Kyle.